back to what is it? The most unlistenable podcast in on the earth. On the earth. In the whole earth. <clears throat> yeah. We in were, my hole. In your hole. We were really uh, riffing out a great bit earlier about um, gay Dobby from Harry Potter. Oh yes. Uh, Dobby loves cock. Dobby is gay. <laughs> my name is Throbby. <laughs> Throbby. <laughs> Throbby give you gobby. <laughs> Throbby. <laughs> Master has given Dobby a dildo. Dobby is gay. Dobby wants your cock instead, <laughs> Master. <laughs> you sound like the other elf in it more. What's the name of that other elf? I don't even know. I don't even care. It's slobby. Slobby. It's slobby toppy. Uh, you see this... Um, I mean, I had another bit about... I told you, which was like Jack Nicholson being... Um, being like not being comfortable with Out of the Closet. Like he won't admit that he's gay. There's, there's lots of gay themes on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, yeah, there are a lot of gay yeah. people that listen, I think. Like, These modern gays don't understand. Back in my day, we'd have sex with a guy, sure. But it was still straight because it was non-consensual, you know? I that know. was the way it was back in the 60s. Yeah, you'd beat up your wife and then go fuck guys down by the park. Because guys can just take more of a thrashing. If I did that to my wife, I'd end up with a murder charge on my hands. Do you think that is why people are gay? How do you mean? Because uh, if if they unleash that kind of sexual tension on, on a woman, they'd go to jail. Oh, that's a very viable theory. Um, well, you said it. <laughs> I just uh... <laughs> yeah, don't don't shoot me into that call that theory, Alex. I'm just exploring your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just uh, exploring what you just said. Well, I don't know. It's a very interesting theory as to why we think might may people be gay or why, why people might be gay i think um i think if i don't know I, I i truly feel like i've met so many gay people now um that it, it's also so random like there's there's no one or two things that like unite them all like you think one where it's like oh he has childhood trauma it's like oh no he's got a great relationship with his parents and then it's like, oh, this, well, maybe their parents spoiled them. And it's like, oh, no, this person's parents abused them. And it's like, oh, maybe this person. Yeah, like, there's no two, like, common denominators. So, like, yeah, as to what makes someone gay, I don't know. I feel like it's truly random. But, um, yeah, they, uh, they're, they're a strange mob, you know, the gay mafia. Don't you think? Who, who are the gay mafia? Uh, all the gays. All the gays. They're, they're all part of one big mafia. The vaccine makes you gay, I think. Sound like uh, Alex Jones, then, man. He's my favourite. He's no, your favourite. No, I don't <laughs> Listen. Uh, they're putting chemicals in the water that are turning the freaking frogs gay. Mm. If the frog, if you were to see a gay frog. Mm hmm. What kind of shit 
how how would you do, tell it's gay? Do frogs have sex or? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How do they just like fertilize the eggs? Well, that is sex, fertilizing the eggs. Like, yeah, but they like lay eggs. Yeah, after they fuck. Mm. Mm. If there was a life-sized frog, I mean like a human-sized, they're, they're all life-sized, but if there's a human-sized one, they got real slippery skin, it might be good to, good to fuck a frog. I would not think so, because <laughs> like, I don't know, I feel like they're very toxic, dirty, slip, actually now I say it, slippery, slippery. Uh-huh. Okay, we can now we could actually be onto something here. Slippery animals. So it would be like very luby on your cock. Yeah, do they even have teeth? I don't think so. The best gobby of all time. The best gobby of all time. <laughs> we need to explore that theory. Yeah, we need to go get a cane toad. I don't know about the cane toad, but I think like just a I like if I was a scientist, I'd be making them frogs man sized. I don't think cane toads are toxic to touch. I feel like they're toxic to eat. Well, and that's why they're a danger because so many what, like... What if you made them like just like as big as like a, like a human child and you give them to pedophiles? Um, that's a theory. Um, or what, like for pedophiles to control themselves? Yeah, yeah, they just... Well, they seem to be letting pedophiles out of courts all the time these days. So, yeah, out sure. Of, out of what, sorry? Out of courts. Like, out of jail. So oh, often. right. Like, the sentencing for pedophiles seems like it's getting tamer and tamer and tamer. And that seems kind of fucked up, in a way. It's the new sexuality. It really is to some people, yeah. Which is... I don't know who to blame for that. Well, I do, but I'm not going to say it. So, you know. It's the gays. It's the gays. <laughs> no, uh, Martin said it first. Um, I'll say it later. Uh, I think we were riffing out. I mean, I really like exploring that Jack Nicholson where he's like, um, because Jack Nicholson was also notorious for sleeping with his friends' wives. He slept with multiple friends' wives. I don't think he's a very good looking dude, to be honest. When he was younger, he was like, when he was younger, he, I, I don't think he was bad looking. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. Yeah, one, I, of the, one of the best. I also feel like he's one of those people who, like, kind of gets by on just his charm and persona. Like, he doesn't need to be that great a looking because of how, like, suave and charming he is. Do you know what I mean? I think that uh, men and women look for different things. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But they also look for they also look for things in common, too. Like, you know... Like, it doesn't matter who you talk to. Men and women both love a big penis. Women yeah. love a big penis on a guy, and men love a big penis on themselves. So, you know, there's I thought that. you were going to say on a girl. On a girl. Well, that too, depending on the guy, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. Would you Would you suck a dick if it was on a hot girl? That's a very loaded question. Um, It'll be loaded in your mouth. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Uh, what a... Hmm. 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 I don't know. I feel like I'd be very picky with the penis I sucked. It, 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 it like if I were to suck a penis, it'd have to be someone who was very good looking. You know, like I wouldn't want to suck an ugly person's penis. I ain't sucking no ugly dick. It's got to be good looking dick. Yeah. The other thing too is, is like I I'm, have standards. Yeah. I mean, unless I'm getting paid for it, and then like 
put whatever dick in front of me, I'll suck it for like ten grand or something. Yeah, what's what is the lowest you'll go? I don't know. It depends on what point. Because I don't feel like I'd be very good at sucking a dick. I feel like I'd give someone much more pleasure in eating their ass. I feel like I'd really and then giving them the reach around, giving them the reach around the rusty trombone. Yeah, because like I feel like my ass eating talents are what would pay a bill if I had to resort to any of my sexual talents, ass eating, pussy eating, like those things. But I feel like I'd be really bad at sucking dick. Like I'd, I'd give a very average blowjob. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the secret tricks. Neither do I. Like, and I'm sure there are many. I've tried discovering them, you know. But it just doesn't work out, you know. Um, but no, I don't feel like I'd give a very good blowjob. So, if it if it was if it was going to be to completion, I feel like I wouldn't be qualified for the task, which is incredible because normally I never attempt. Well, normally I always attempt tasks I'm qualified for. But sucking dick would not be one of them because if you can't make a dick come and you're getting paid to suck it to completion, like, I don't know. Well, then you don't get paid. Exactly. Also, like, what are the rules? Can I, like, if if I if I do take it up, like, can I slip a finger in your ass to do it? Because, like, that could be a cheat code for a lot of people. It could be. It could be. Like, can I grab the balls a bit, you know? I'd say, I think you should be able to do what you want. Mm. Yeah. I, or, maybe if I, if maybe if like that was all on the table, then maybe I could get away with it. And then also is the next question, like, do I have to swallow? Because swallowing cum seems disgusting. Um, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't seem like my type of thing. There's probably someone in the world swallowing cum right now. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Probably in Sydney. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. After the Pride Parade over there. Um, good on those queers. Having a good time. They broke a record in the Sydney Pride Parade. Most amount of drag kings in a single on a single, like, conglomeration. Like, gathering. I feel like they reached close to 100 drag kings. I like that you went for the word conglomeration first. <laughs> Instead of, like, group. Group. Or Conglo- gathering gl- conglomerate conglomerates not conglomerates the uh, a word for it yeah i just think it's a good word i don't know it was the first word that came to my mind i couldn't think of anything else mm. it goes to show you how my mind works do you ever get that where like you just like you, you try to come up with a word and you just like spit absolute bullshit out and you do, you didn't even know you had that word in your in your mind Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I was trying to think of a, like a really fancy word, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, sir, or something like that. That is one word. That is well, most definitely, sir. If you say it in that way, most definitely, sir. Yeah, like that in the way that southern in that southerner character we have. My character? No, I have a southerner character, which is like just a guy who's just he's just a horny southerner, southern USA style guy. What's he? What's he? Uh, what's he horny for? Freedom, uh, slavery. No, oh, um, God. yeah, uh, no. He's just he's just horny in general. Like he he doesn't really let anything get in his way. I think that just sums up the male existence. This is very true. You didn't need to call me out like that, Martin. Mm. But um, do you also think that? I mean, I like the idea of the horny southerner going around and just being like um. 
Which is like, be like, we go get some pussy pie over here. We go get some pussy pie over here. Uh, there's some good pussy pie down in New Orleans. Pussy pie. Pussy pie. Mm. Is that why? Because why the pie? I don't know. Because it's like <laughs> you, you just want a piece of pussy. You want a piece of the pussy pie. Oh, just yeah. makes sense to me. Piece of the puzzle. Piece of the puzzle. Piece Pe- of cake. Piece of cake. Love some cake. Um, I tried some red. Piece milk. in the Middle East. The piece in the Middle East. Yes, you know how we get it? We... I can't say that. Or Mossad will kill me. Um, no. Who? Mossad. It's uh, Israeli intelligence. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm sure they're listening right now. Dude, like, you never know what's, what people are listening to. Like, people are, are listening to it all times. So, it's like... Dude, if, if the Middle East intelligence is listening to this, they're getting a lot less intelligent, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's very, uh, yeah, you just have a bunch of fucking, like, uh, just get a bunch of Down, down Syndrome Israeli agents. Be oh, like, I didn't say that. Uh, I mean, I did. And it's like, we're listening to this Australian podcast. It'd be like, they're talking about bombing Israel. Be like, we think that they're, they're threatening a terrorist group. And they're like, what's the podcast called? Professiano Degenerates. I it's can't like, comment. Uh, who's it hosted by? Be like de- two degenerate Australian comedians, and it's like, is it? Uh, are they like? Are they, I'll, I'll do an Israeli accent for like they have to like. Are they, what kind of attack are they planning? And be like, we don't know. We don't know. They just talk a lot of shit about Israel. We should do something. Be like, oh well, you know, we we can't just kill anyone you know we had to kill jeffrey epstein because he might uncover us <laughs> uh Ghislaine maxwell jeffrey epstein's uh war girlfriend had ties to cia and mossad so that's not entirely crazy you know i don't keep up with any of this this conspiracy spiratorial i really like it eh? If you could go back to any time in history, what time in history would you want to go back to? Oh, I think if I went back to any time, what, am I as old as I am now? Sure. Or do I get younger depending on where I go back to? Uh, okay, I'll give you two options. You get younger to the age you want to be at if you go back to a certain time period. And then you go back to another time period where you stay the same age you are now. Hmm. I think in both scenarios, I'd like life is already pretty long. <laughs> That's a pretty despondent way to look at it, man. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't think I would want to get young again. Oh no, it'd be okay. But really, if you go back ten years with everything you knew now, no, nah, that would be good. Yeah. Like just ten years, invest into Bitcoin early, invest into all the cryptos early, cash out before they really started getting cracked down on them. Like invest into Tesla when it was worth fuck all. Um, invest into lots of things. That you- seems to be the number one thing to do if you were to time travel is to invest. Yeah, absolutely. And then make billions, and then once you have your billions, like just. Mind you, if you were a billionaire, do you think you... Like, I have a worry because I truly feel like there's going to be some rich person that comes into my life um, and they're going to want me to fuck them and then they're going to leave me all of their money. And it'll be somewhere Uh, in... 
yeah, it'll be somewhere in the vicinity of $30 million, which I'll happily do. Like, and I feel like once I have that amount of money, I'm worried I will lose the want to be a comedian. And I don't want to lose that. I don't know if um, you'll ever have $30 million. Thanks, man. No, 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 thanks for shitting on me in that way. No, no um, I don't know if like the ninety nine point nine nine percent of the population will ever reach thirty million. I will. I will, and it, it, it is just one wealthy person away. I'm not even worried about the gender. I'll fucking sleep with whoever. Like, it is not like I'll fuck a dude for thirty million dollars. You better believe it. Yeah, I think gold diggers get a bad rap. Yeah, they totally do. I had a joke I wanted to work on, which was like, um, which was like, because you know how it's like, there's this OnlyFans thing these days. Yeah. And I've heard of it. I don't think you should necessarily be proud of being on OnlyFans, but I don't think you should be ashamed of it either because, you know, you got to make your money however you can, right? I'd do it. Yeah. Um, but then also like it's older people who tend to give younger people shit for having OnlyFans. Hmm. And always just think to myself, well, maybe if you took better care of the economy, we wouldn't have to get our fucking tits out and dicks out on camera for... I thought you say if they took better care of their body, they'd be able to do it too. That too. That too. Mind you, I see a lot. I feel like I see... Not They're not the majority, but I feel like I see more fit people, more fit older people now than I did when I was a kid. Like yeah, Old maybe. people are really obsessed with looking after themselves these days. Maybe you just notice them more now. Very possible. Very possible. Whereas a kid, you have no real vested interest in looking for MILFs. Um, when do you think that came about? When do you think your desire for MILFs started? Uh, is it when my mum left? Oh, that's a very... Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty common denominator there. Like... Your mum leaving and then having mummy issues and sexual related issues. Like that totally makes sense. Yeah, probably. That's how Mason ended up gay. Oh no, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Mason, shout out, friend of the podcast. <clears throat> Trying to get comfortable. Mason, more like Gayson. 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 <laughs> uh, he was a fun guest. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> he apparently he did a fire in your belly last night. Apparently he had like a good set. And he was oh. doing it with Saadi Jalabi and Omar. Hell yeah. So, so happy for uh, Saadi. He got through raw comedy. Speaking of which, you got through raw comedy too. Yeah. I scraped through. You barely... I wouldn't say you scraped through, but come on. Yeah, well, I tried. Who got through in your heat? Uh, Blake Richardson. Makes sense. Hamad Chowdhury. With his purple suit. What a magnificent man. Now, that's the surprise. Now, I think Hamad's funny, but I, I really do feel like he either crushes an audience or he bombs it. He, he's not one of those comedians who kind of coasts by, you know? I think uh, he'll happily go down with his ship. I have a lot of admiration for that. Yeah, it's an admirable trait. Hamad's a cool dude. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a bit different. He's, he's like a psychedelic... Uh, shaman. I wish he didn't shave the beard off though, because now he's got that mustache. I think he looks so much better with a beard. I think some people do look better with a beard. Mm. Mind you, your beard's coming back nicely. You got a real like Fu Manchu thing going on. It takes me a long time. You kind of suit it though, like just the goatee in the front. Oh yeah, the kind of. Yeah, it kind of like gives you a real. 
Melista vibes. Oh, I wasn't going to say it, but now that you've said it, I'll go like down that track. Yeah, yeah those, Gobby. <laughs> those kids had it coming. <laughs> Wait, well, if Dobby Dobby's quite small, if he was to uh, molest the child, is it okay? Um, no, Uh, (laughs) because you're molesting a child. I don't think there's any scenario that that's good in. Um, but you know, good. good, I mean, these questions need to be asked. Yeah, of course. Now I'm gonna have to throw away my Dobby costume. Do you think? Uh, do you think that there's a hot house elf in the Harry Potter universe? Uh, like, like a legitimate, like one that I could fuck. I think and that's I'm... not saying much, I know, but one I would enjoy fucking, one I would be proud of fucking after I fucked them. I think if you drop your standards far enough, you can fuck anyone. You'd be surprised how low I've already dropped my standards, <laughs> Martin. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> There's no surprise here. <sighs> do you think Jack? If Jack Nicholson had a house elf, do you think he'd fuck it? Do you think that um, when people say you would be surprised, oftentimes you just aren't? Um, I think it depends on the context. Um, but I know exactly what you mean too. Like, yeah, there are those scenarios. There are also those scenarios where it's like, there are also those other scenarios where it's like, oh yeah, that's legitimately surprising. But you saying that, oh, you would be surprised. I feel like what is it is it's not like, I'm not surprised, like you overestimate my interest in this subject. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, you overestimate how interested I am in this subject and its potential to surprise me. You know? I feel to like be, there's a lot to of To be surprised, I'd have to be invested first mm. to have an assumption. Yes. Very logical. Uh, not that logical. Conclusion. Very logical conclusion. Um, so, we're going to do episodes at your house next week. Um, I'll have to tell my roommate. This time, yes. Last time, he was very angry. Which is fair. Yeah. Who do you think we should have on the pod? Uh, to know, we'll find someone. Could call up Sam Sargent. He's fun to get on. Yeah, we, is he north of the river? Yeah. Oh, okay, easy. Would you have drag queens in your house? Uh, I don't know if Luke will be happy, but... <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? He, he, he would be happiest out of everyone. Would he? Is he ever? Uh, no, he's not, but like some twinky dude out of drag, no eyebrows. I feel like he'd be, he'd be okay with that. He'd either be okay or despondent. Despondent. Mm. One of the two. Any comedians come to mind? I feel like we need a comedic guest and a drag queen guest. Uh, how old's George Cook now? <laughs> Gee, don't ask it like that. Uh, he's 17, but he's turning 18 this year. Yeah, but when? I think August, he said. I asked him the same question because he wants to be on the podcast so bad. And I'm like, man, let's just let's just wait until you're 18 because I don't think we would get into trouble for that. But, like, I don't want that to come back and biting me in the ass. Of all know? the things that are going to come back to bite us, probably not that. Interviewing a, interviewing a 17-year-old. Yeah, but that's not even... Oh, I mean, we're just interviewing him. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like, no, I feel like. I mean, what else have we said that would bite us in the ass? Because really, even like in terms of like what we've said, something vaguely racist, which is like we've said something that's barely racist. Like people need to qualify what racism is because it's like I don't go around like declaring to people that I'm better than their race anymore. Um, but like, yeah. yeah, I also don't go around like persecuting people of other races. So I, f- I feel like that's the main qualifying thing. And then I don't like going around telling people we should like round up homosexuals and put them in camps. So I feel like once, once we've like cleared off racism and homophobia, it's like. I, th- I think, uh, all, all races should be treated equally, even the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and you can decide who the bad ones are. Who, whatever came to your mind first is the correct answer mm. in your racist little heart. Um, I was thinking we could get like an audio trailer for the uh, for the podcast. An audio trailer. Mm. Mm, attach it to the car. Yeah. Something like that. It has some subwoofers on it. I was going to go where it's like, um, in a world full of unlistenable podcasts about women being sluts and men being alpha chads and finance bros, two fucking limp dick comedians come together to just riff out bullshit. The most unlistenable podcast in the world. (laughs) I I love the idea of it being the most unlistenable because now it's a challenge. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's a very funny bit to say it's the most unlistenable podcast. And maybe this is just my autism enjoying these conversations. But I've, I've like, tried to listen to podcasts that pop up on TikTok. In terms of, like, you see these one where it's, like, where it's, like, a panel of dudes and a panel of chicks. And then, like, there's a dude explaining how... Guys have it so much harder than women, or women have it, or, or chick explaining how women have it so much harder than guys. They're actually unlistenable. Yeah, well, because it's, it's like, guys, this is like, it's pandering to one side. It's always pandering to one side. It's also like, it's also, and st- and it's the shit that people say on TikTok. Like there was this dude I saw on TikTok. He was an Australian guy, judging by his accent. Um. But he had like he was bold with tattoos on his head, like he had a full dome of tattoos. And he was like, "This is how you judge a man um, by his uh, if he's got, I think he said, a uh, uh, clean clothes and clean shoes. If he's got clean, um, if he's got dirty shoes, don't trust him." And I'm like, "Okay, that makes no sense because literally most of the work that people do in this country results in dirty shoes." Yeah, totally. It's like, I think if you don't if you don't have any dirt on your shoes, you're untrustworthy. Yes, and like, and that, but like, I was just saying from that because it's like, dude, that is such a judgmental thing. <coughs> bless you. That is such a judgmental thing to say for someone who has tattoos on their fucking skull. Hmm. Then there was this, there's this other wanker, Stephen Ronald Bell, who like goes on about how hard he is because he he went to prison. When and where it's like where I come from, prison, yada yada yada, daddy daddy dada. Damn, what a quote! And the thing is, it's like I know he comes from like quite a cushy household because 
his mum like posted his bail multiple times. Poor people don't have money to post bail. So like No, they just sit in jail. Yeah, exactly. So he I know he comes from money and then he got kicked out of the army and then like he's talking about, you know, how to go about getting women when one of the reasons he went to jail was he beat a woman in public and then pissed on her in front of people. Wow. So I'm like, yeah. Like, no, the goal we should be setting is not to go to prison, guys. It's like, that should be the goal. It's like, tell people what to do not to go to prison. I I don't know. I don't know if that... It's, yeah. I don't know if it's like... you. Sh- that should not be your main goal is to not go to prison. Well, it's just these guys who glorify, like, a prison lifestyle. And it's like... Yeah. It's like they glorify it and it's like, what what are you what are you doing? You know? Do you feel like you'd like to go to prison for like a year? No. No? Do you? What if like there was an agreement amongst all the roommates that like there's like like alright, we're not gonna rape for it, like there's no rape in this prison, but like you're just gonna go there for a year. I'd kind of like to do it. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about prison, hey, because that I remember seeing an interview once where this guy was like, man, I ain't gay, but when you're in prison, it changes you, man. I'm like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure you were just gay. <laughs> He's like, that. the first night I was there, I heard some guys fucking in the room next to me and I got hard. And I'm like, dude, you, that were, happened you on were so gay. Hold on. Like, first off, I fully subscribe to the theory that like, if you haven't busted a nut or haven't fucked in a while, your sexuality can like warp and, you know, you can make do with other things. But the first night you're <laughs> the there. The first night is a lot. Like, yeah, it's like, that's, that's where like you've, you've kind of like gone astray. It's like, nah, dude, you, you, like, you weren't there for like a year and then decided you might fuck a dude. You were there for a night and then said you fucking liked fucking dudes. So prison's cooked because you can't do anything else. You're just there. I mean, that's fair though. I mean, it's prison. It's not meant to be a holiday. But like, but I mean, like, I don't. It seems pretty shitty. Yeah, it doesn't seem great. But like, I would like to go there. Like, just just for a year, no phones, no TV. You just read. You work out. You eat. You sleep. Like doing that for just a year. Like, there's something appealing about that, no? Yeah, and you'd come out with a gaping hole. Um, or a taste for man pussy. Boy pussy. Bussy. Well, if if there's anything that can be taken away from this episode, there's, is some, they're just gay. <laughs> Prisoners. Oh. <laughs> it's just gay. <laughs> Life is pretty gay. Life is pretty gay. In, in all the good ways. In all the good ways. Um, it's also pretty gay in some bad ways too, though. Mm. Mm. Do you feel like people say where it's like, um, where it's like, oh, you can't use the word gay in like, uh, like a negative connotation. That's so offensive. And it's like, no, you can, because that's assuming that like, uh, literally like everything about being gay is nice and everything about gay culture is nice. And it's like, no, I feel like, like, one, you've got to clean your asshole out every time you have sex. 
Well, only one of them. Only one of them. It's a very valid point. What if they flip over though? What do they, they do that? I feel like some of them would. Yeah, sure. I heard that someone uh, is able to like take a bit of a shit and then suck it back in. Who did you hear that from? Uh, Luke was telling me about one of his these people. One of his people. <laughs> oh, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> one of the- <laughs> Uh, well, the thing is, Luke's barely gay himself. Yeah, I guess so. Like, Luke is the straightest gay person I think you'll ever meet. Just a just a racist, Kalgoorlie gay boy. Yeah. He's so funny. He hates noise. He does. He hates... He hates a lot of things. Yeah, like women. Fair. Yeah. That's fair, isn't it? I don't have a comment. You don't have a comment? No, you can comment on that. We've said worse things already. Well, look, I don't want to. You don't (laughs) want to. I'll not be held accountable. Mm. So, um, um, today is actually the day where I send the invites out for the April the 2nd show. Um, We're giving away a lot, so quickly plug that halfway through the show because I'm going to need to pause the episode quick for a shit. Oh, brilliant. Um, Because I've drank two coffees, one of them with milk, and that is really doing a workout on my intestines. But yes, um, we have the April 2nd show, the night at the 21st Amendment coming up. Um, uh, And it's, uh, yeah, April 2nd show, 21st Amendment. In Leaderville at the 21st Amendment Bar, right next to the train station. So if you're coming by train, it's very close. It's literally a stone's throw away from the train station. Um, it's also a BYO food venue. So we have a great lineup selected. Uh, Martin Darcy as MC, making his premiere as MC. Are you excited, Martin? I think uh, I'll try my best. You nail it, man. Oh, we'll, just just we'll, relax. We'll talk to the audience and... Just, just riff it out. You're, you're a genius. You're a comedy genius. Also, some of the people coming to the show listen to the pod, so like it will be fun. I mean, like it's this guy. It's this fucking dude. I the hate guy. this guy. <laughs> He's so monotone. I can't help it. Now, people love your monotone voice. Literally, the amount of people who come, who like, there, there are some people who listen to the pod and they've come up and they're like, "We love Martin. We're, like, We're so happy you made him co-host." And there's other people that are like, we hate Martin. Now, we haven't got enough listeners for that yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's only love because anyone that doesn't love it stops listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, check it out. I'm just messaging my fellow organizers, Robbie Brooks and David Morgan Brown. Robbie well, Brooks is like a fine wine, no? Or like a cheese. You enjoy him the more you hang around with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's just like, he's such a weird dude. Like, you don't know what to think of him when you first meet him, but then you hang around him more and more and you realize, oh, he's actually a really nice guy. Yeah. He's a bizarre human being, sure. But that that's not limited to anyone in comedy. He's, uh, he's, uh, looks like Wolverine. That's a part. It's one of his things. Yeah. And then it's also unfair to call him weird because another person he hangs out with is David Morgan Brown. One of the weirdest. One of the strangest human beings you'll ever meet. Um, check out. The I really, event. yeah, I don't know. I wanna, I wanna write more 
jokes that are directly related to my life. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know, just anything. Well, think about it for a second. I'll go take a poo. Oh, we're going to take a... And we are back to the most unlistenable podcast in the world. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, we're just talking about Courtney Maldo is quite a strange entity. And I don't mean because she's trans. I mean just because, like, I remember the first time I met Courtney Maldo has always been very nice and courteous to me. But yeah. you don't all, but it's almost like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just me because, like, I really overanalyze what every, what, what, like, every interaction I ever have with a person. But, yeah, every interaction. She's much nicer to me now, but, like, maybe, maybe just at first off, I overread people's, the interactions I have with people. I overthink it afterwards. But, like, she's lovely to me now. I think she was fairly impressed by how well, my first open mic went off, like how I managed to pull that off, that show off in Fremantle, mm. which was a pretty good night. I feel like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a it was a really fun show. She had a great set there, and uh, yeah, every, I feel like everyone had a great set that night. I think it was a really good, well, sort of, yeah, it was a good room. The room was great. The venue was great. It was the people running the venue that make it too difficult to to work there it's just like this sucks one of the classic one of the classic obstacles people mm. people ruining something yeah it happens uh often does it people ruining things mm. they're the only thing people can, yeah. people is the thing that ruins things this is now that i think about it you're actually dead right mm. Mm. There's no other obstacle, really. Oh, how funny was that dumb bitch um, earlier today? She comes up to us, she gets us, she wants us to pay twice, and then she takes the coffees to the wrong table. I I don't know if she was dumb. She was having a bad day. Yeah. Mm. That dumb cunt. That no. dumb cunt. <laughs> no. Uh, who cares? Who cares? I tell you what, um, you know what, if you liked, uh, because... Martin recently got me into the show Invincible, which is a sick fucking show. But you know what you would probably like? Netflix, Netflix's Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you would really, really enjoy that. I, I like uh, the future. You like the future because if you go far enough ahead into the future, I'm dead. No. Nah. I mean, I don't think you need to go that far ahead into the future to see that you're dead. What? How old do you think I'll live? Uh, I don't know, but I have a recurring fantasy where I die between the ages of 42 and 35. I don't know why you listed the higher number first. It's a good point. I don't know why I did. Maybe because I've promised people that that's, I'd stretch it out to that limit. Like, I threaten a few people and I tell them, it's like, I'm only living till I'm fucking so-and-so. And they're like, no, no, like, give it a bit longer. And I'm like, fine, I'll wait until I'm 42. I don't think we're supposed to live much past 60. As a species, no, it's because medicine drags us out. Like, But, like, once once we really get to 70, we should, like, really cap it, you know? 
Like, he'll go on about where it's, oh, no, you want to live like a full and wonderful life. And it's like, no, at a certain point, you're literally just a cost and you're taking up space. Yeah, dude. I reckon after you're taking about 16 different medications just so you don't die. Yeah. You should just die. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just holding on for the sake of holding on. Oh, it's why I feel like it's very good to develop bad habits. Like developing the cocaine addiction. Yeah, I reckon you should uh, have as much fun as you can and then just go out in a blaze of glory. What do you mean? Like you get to like, okay, let's say, let's say you sign a waiver. Let's let's say you sign a waiver for the government for every five years. So let's say seven is the cap. But like if you agree to end your life by 50, sorry, 65, 65, the government will finance your entire retirement from the ages of uh, 60. And the thing is, you can agree to like go back every five years until like you agree to tire, retire at like 45 and die by 50. Okay, so if you sign a contract, you die in five years' time. Yes, but like the government funds your entire retirement and it's a sick fund. Like also like you won't get done for like drug possession. You won't get done like the government will pay for travel. The government will pay for all of this shit for just five years and you can just ball out for five years. How people are going to tap out early. What do you mean? They're going to sign this at like 25. No, you put a cap on it though, where it's like, no, no one's eligible to sign this contract until they're 45. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was... I don't know how the logistics of this would work. (laughs) I feel like it'd... No, like, let's think about it. So, like, let's say the government agrees to, like... Okay, for your retirement, you're going to have whatever savings that you have. So, you know, you're 45, let's say. You've been working for at least 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. At the very minimum. Probably 25, maybe 30. Um, but you've, you've, you've amassed all the wealth that you're ever going to have. You may have had a couple of kids who are, like, nearing adulthood. And then you, go to the, and then you just say to your kids, listen, I don't want to, like, I don't want to live this long, drag-out, painful existence of a life in my older years. I'd rather go out and enjoy, like, a good five, strong five years. Okay, so then what does the government agree to do? Let's say the government agrees to fund $20,000 a year in travel. $20,000 a year in travel. Okay, so, and, and they do that for five years. So that's hundred grand in travel in five years. Um, and that includes flights and hotels. So you've got that. And then on top of that, you're given another $100,000 every year. So it'd come to about $600,000. So... But where's this money coming from? Taxpayers, obviously. But you need, you need, to, think, you need to think of it in a way where it's like, no, this is, this is more sustainable for the future because you're not having, these people aren't having to spend their money on uh, like... Um, like Medicare or 
where insurances or yeah, I guess things they, like they that. might be a drain on society in their late years. Exactly. Think of how much money you will save. And it's like, because people really stop, like, people get to about 55, 60, and then they stop contributing to the system altogether. They're as much, they are lucky to be breaking even with the system. By the time they get to 65, they are a drain on the system. So, like, yeah, if you can make that agreement, like, I feel like a lot of people would take it. And then you just travel around the world fucking all different kinds of pussy and doing all different kinds of drugs. Yeah. For five years. I feel like they would, but I don't I don't think the government would ever do something like that. No, I don't think they would, but I'm just saying it would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, of course. Like wouldn't you like to live out the last five years of your life just bawling, just just eating every type of pussy there is and just like doing every kind of drug there is and Yeah. It'd be awesome, but I don't I don't know. You don't know? The government evil the government are evil, but they're... I mean, th- this is an evil act itself. It's tempting people into killing themselves. It's like... It's the only choice you really have. Full control over. Or no control at all. With uh, killing yourself. It's the only choice you really have where you have 100% control. Yeah. Because if you have a job, you so- you don't really have control. You've got to like work someone's hours, and if you have a family, you don't have control because they can do what they want. These days, yeah. This is like, and another great time uh, to be a man would have been like the Wild West. You would have thrived in the Wild West. I feel like Martin. Why? Racially, I mean, no. your race would have been held you back a little bit, but other than that. Yeah, I'd be on the train tracks putting in tracks. I've been working on the railroad. That's right. Yeah. I've been working on the railroad, sucking the white man's dick. I think the Wild West would have sucked. Why? For you or for everything? You'd have to be outside. Yeah, outside is nice. Fresh air. (laughs) Like the diet was diet was healthier back then, was it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like the diet of the Wild West was actually really, really good. Eating tumbleweeds and tumbleweeds and and and, and grits. What is grits? I hear grits. people talking about eating grits all the time. I need to look it up. What I have grits? no idea what is grits. I don't know. I feel like grits is like shit that you can like get in your eye and it's bad. It's bad for you, like cum drops. Yeah, yeah, gumdrops. Um, what are grits? What is grits? What are grits? Is okay. it an acronym? Grits are a type of porridge made from boiled cornmeal. Hominy grits are a type of grits made from hominy corn that has been treated with an alkali in a process called nixtamalization. Sounds exciting. With the pericarp removed grits are often served with flavorings as a breakfast dish of course they have to be served with flavorings they don't it doesn't taste like anything well it doesn't it certainly doesn't sound like the most appetizing name in the world grits no no it sounds awful at least oh i don't know the wild west would probably be an interesting place to be absolutely you just roam around all day hunt you just like you get away with whatever crime you want you just need to kill the witnesses. 
Like there's no DNA forensic, there's no fingerprint forensic. So there's that going for you. Like uh, you just roll around shooting people, looking at flowers, riding your horse. I don't know why looking at flowers is in the list. I don't know. I'm I'm really just thinking of Red Dead Redemption activities at this point. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Harvesting crocodile skins. Yeah, that kind of shit. I feel like that would be fun. Wouldn't it? Or am I mad? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that's where I'll time travel to. The Wild West? Yeah, the Wild West. Oh, God. Sounds like a lot of fun. A chick just sent me a photo. I wonder if it's a nude. Shall we look? Who? A chick just sent me a photo. Oh. Huh. Holy shit. Is it a nude? Um. Uh, no. Oh, well, that is a huge disappointment for everyone. That is. That is. Uh, but I'm okay with that. Are you? Yeah, I don't expect nudes from anyone. I never ask for nudes. Um, yeah, neither do I. Hmm. Have you never asked for a nude ever? No. You've gotten nudes though. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to get nudes and not ask for them. Yeah, it's like a Christmas present. It is. It is. It really is. It's better than a Christmas present because it's actually something you wanted. Yeah, it's a Christmas present because I get to unload my sack. Unload your sack into her mouth. Do you feel like your Christmas present gets simpler and simpler? Like, at like come every Christmas, you're happy to get anything? Like, all that you really want is underwear and socks? I don't think I've received anything for years. Really? Yeah. I'll buy you a Christmas gift. This no, year. no. Yeah, I'm buying you a Christmas gift. No. I like not getting anything. No, well, I'm getting you something. I don't like this. Um, would you like underwear? I, yeah, I guess. Okay, I'll get you some underwear for Christmas. Oh, thank you. When's your birthday? Um, no, nah, this is too much. No, when's your birthday? It's in July. July when? 27th. 27th of July. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you something for the 27th of July. Is it going to be socks? Maybe. Hell yeah. Would you I, like... I think people get more excited about this stuff as they get older. With socks and underwear? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. As a kid, you're like, this sucks. Yeah. As an adult, you're like, fuck yes. Yes. Underwear. I had holes in all my other ones. It's right finally in started. the back. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. No. Uh, I agree. I feel like more people definitely get excited for it. What do you think you get excited for as you get older? Is there anything in particular that excites you? Uh, death. Yeah, I kind of get that in a weird way. Like, because it's... It just becomes more and more fascinating as you get older. I don't know, like if there's nothing after death, but I can't you can't even fathom nothing. You can't fathom like the vastness of nothing. No, because then your consciousness is just gone, so there's nothing. Nothing. Do you think your consciousness really goes? I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a lot of time to yeah. just be hanging out. It would feel like if... Uh, I mean, I would like my consciousness to be like... I'd like my consciousness to do something. I don't know what will happen to it. Probably burn in hell for me. But, yeah. 
I I don't know how to even. One day I just want to be gone. One day you just want to be gone. Yeah, gone. Gone completely. Yeah, that'd be good. I don't want you to go, Martin. Not before I go, anyway. No, well, you know, at some point. But I'll probably live longer than you, anyway. Yeah, I'll I'll be in the grave. Yeah. But then I got Asian genetics, so maybe I'll live on for a long, long time. <laughs> and and lo- look young for the longest time. Yeah, and, and Long Long will be the name of my daughter. Long Long. <laughs> long Long Darcy. Uh, what will the name of your song be? Ling Ling? Uh, his name will be Bing Bong. Bing Bong. <laughs> long Long and Bing Bong. <laughs> yeah, Bing Bong Ching Chong the second. <laughs> Bing Bong Ching Chong the second. Uh, can't be racist to yourself. Don't be a ding dong. Don't be a ding dong. That'll be my uh, cousin. Catchphrase? That'll be your cousin. <laughs> yeah. What, his full name will be don't be a ding dong or will it just be ding dong? Just ding dong, I think. Just ding dong. Who's wing wong? This is a fun game. Ding dong, I think uh, we'll ditch him at the door. Uh, okay. We'll be playing uh, that game, ding dong ditch. <sighs> ding dong ditch. Ditch him out of car? Yeah. As an infant? I remember when I was a kid, I was throwing rocks at cars. Oh, yeah. I I actually don't think... I may have done that once. Oh, man. No, I don't think I did. I threw sand... Maybe I threw sand bombs at a car. Oh, yeah. But I don't think I ever threw rocks or honky nuts. You remember honky nuts? No, I've forgotten all about them. Yeah, yeah of course. I feel like no kid plays with honky nuts anymore. Well, unless you're in the church. Honk. White boy nuts. White boy nuts. Honky nuts. Honky nuts. Okay, you got me. Are there any... Most priests are white, I think. I don't get that impro- impression anymore. Oh, yeah? I used to think that, but now I now I go right the other way. Oh, you think most of them are... Uh, Oriental. Are they? I certainly see a lot of them. What, Asians? Yeah, the priest that baptised my all of my nieces and nephews was Oriental. Oh. I, clearly, I haven't been anywhere near a church for a long time. Uh, baptisms are weird affairs. I don't like it. Remember when the pandemic started and people were baptising with uh, water guns? Yeah, great bit. Great, great bit. Yeah. Do that you, what happened. Do, what do you feel like has been the lesson learned from the pandemic? Uh, trust no one. Yep. It took you the pandemic to realise that? Yeah. You're stupider than I thought? No, yeah, I'm just very trusting. Uh, no, you're not. You're so cynical of the world. No, I'm not. No, you're not, as you stroke <laughs> your beard and... Yeah. But, uh, no, I think the thing that I learnt from the pandemic is that uh, China's a great country. China is, mm, that's a theory. It's one of the greatest. One of the greatest ever theories? No, one of the greatest ever countries. China? Uh, no, they're about to come to an end as a superpower this decade. Are they? Yes. According to who? Uh, according to every uh, geopolitical analyst. They're like, their population is like... I think they're just hoping... Uh, they really are. Like they've got an aging population. Their navy isn't up to scratch. Their army isn't up to scratch. 
Are you sure? Yeah. Like they were, they were because like with with the inevitable possibility of World War Three on the horizon. Um, they were like comparing militaries around the world, and the force that the U.S. military can project is ridiculous. On top of that, the next like. I think 18 of the next 20 highest military superpowers, or was it 16? 16 of the next 20 highest military superpowers are all aligned with the US. And not only that, but the US has a military powerful enough to like beat all of the top 15 militaries in the world combined because they have like 11 aircraft carriers, which are like... Aircraft carriers is pretty much the be-all and end-all of warfare. Because they carry aircraft. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a crazy time, man. But, like... I don't want World War Three. I kind of do. Because then I'll have to go outside. <laughs> you'll have to go outside. Why? Why can't you stay indoors? I guess I could. Yeah, what's... what's who says you can't stay indoors during World War Three? What if I get cum-scripted? Come scripted, and what you just have to suck off all the soldiers to like, yeah, just like chill them out before battle. No, but what happens if I get conscripted? What would be the issue with that? Well, then I'm outside. What if you agree to be conscripted, but you have to have an indoor job? Oh, that's all right. Like, a, I don't know, maybe like a like a radio guy or something like that. It'd be pretty cool to be a submarine. <laughs> to be a submarine. Not be in a submarine. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That'd be sick. You know, you'd be so annoying on a submarine. Why? Because I just feel like you'd be steering the boat and constantly be singing, we all live in a nuclear submarine. I'm only going to say yellow because of me. No. I mean, now that you've said it, I take it back. We all live in a yellow Do you think submarine. they sing that uh, in China? In Chinese submarines? Yeah. I hope so. It'd be a very good bit. Although, yeah, they sing it with an accent. Oh, we all live in a yellow submarine. In a raro submarine. In a raro submarine. Oh, we yellow gonna, submarine. We can all speak English very well. <laughs> Our society collapsing. Oh, no. Yeah. We, we have an aging population. Hmm. We are aging, aging, aging. We are aging Asians. We are love of rice. Oh, yeah. In 10 years, we all be Mr. Miyagi. My son is a rice patty. Oh, very yummy. Oh, put my son in the oven. Cook him up for later. <laughs> I love eating a dog. Oh, fuck. oh, boy. Give me that little boy. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Fuck me. Oh, Jesus Christ, he a, he a very uh, dumb white boy. He Get a crucified by Hebrew boy. He a white boy, send him Hebrew boy. Mm. He he very dumb boy, he trusted that a Hebrew. He get nailed up on a two chopstick. On a two chopstick, I do. Do you feel like, actually, this is an interesting point of conversation. You, you know that uh, performer... I won't call him a comedian because he doesn't write his own jokes. And I feel like that's the qualifying mark to be a comedian is to 
They can be rip-off jokes, but you at least need to write them. Um, he, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, this performer, what's his fucking name? Uh-huh. Ruben K said that thing on the project about Jesus. And there was oh, a, you no idea. Don't you have not? Have you not seen this? No. Well, basically, he made about a joke about Jesus on the project, and to be honest with you. I've definitely heard the joke before, so it's not even his original joke, but the joke also wasn't that bad, you know? I think if you're on a talk show, you can just say what you want, eh? I do not agree with that. Okay. That is so far wrong. Um, There is probably more, like, there's probably more vocal censorship on a talk show than there is in fucking communist China, so... No, I mean, like, you can just say jokes that are, like, not yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In conversation, basically. Yeah, yeah. Pass other people's jokes off as your own jokes and have no repercussions for it. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you, yeah, if you just, oh, well, I'd probably be like, that's not my joke. Uh, That's an age-old, ye-old classic. (laughs) What's the most classic joke you heard? I've heard a great one recently. Uh, I, I quite like the one, like the really old ones that are like, uh, like a, a, what do you, like a grasshopper walks into a bar Go on. <laughs> and the bartender's like, oh man, we have a drink named after you. And he, and then the grasshopper's like, what? You have a drink named Steve. Drink named Steve. Oh God. I do like that. Like, really old, dumb jokes. I mean, I heard a stupid joke recently, but it's pretty good, where it's like, Jesus walks into a hotel, he walks up to the receptionist, hands him three nails, and says, can you put me up for the night? That's good. Thank you. Thank you. Not my joke, but I like it. Or uh, other ones, like, what's, um, what's green and has wheels? What? Uh, grass. I lied about the wheels. Mm. Why did you lick your lips at that? Because <laughs> it was a lie. Are you a lizard man? Uh, green. No, you. Yeah. Because that's starting to make sense with those, like, just like a face that only has so much expression. Your face is going to age wonderfully because like... Because I never make any expressions. Beyond raising maybe an eyebrow occasionally. That's why I like when you get that really frantic laugh going. It's so hilarious. Yeah. What causes that laugh to happen? Uh, I think mostly what causes it is just absurd. Either an absurd situation or... Whoa, uh, or, or something like any, any situation where I've been really dumb and then I've, I, know, I know I've been dumb. Yeah, but you're not a dumb person. Yeah, but I really like it when I do something really stupid. For the sake of a laugh? No, no, on accident. And then I look back and I have a chuckle. You like a chuckle? I, I don't mind it. You're prone to a chuckle? Not really. I think, uh, don't know, I think I might have autism. I don't think you might have autism. (laughs) I think you have autism. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have no argument over the situation, Alex. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Not no one has really pushed back on that idea. They're like, yeah, that seems accurate. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think women are fetishizing? What uh, a jump! But yeah, yeah. Just on another conversation though. Do you think women are fetishizing? Um, male uh sexuality more and more fetishizing sexuality yes what do you mean well like i it it seems like every woman i meet these days really desperately wants to have sex with a gay man oh and I tell them, you should talk to my friend Martin about it. Oh, yeah. He's pretty gay. He is very gay. And, uh, yeah. Does it feel like they're all fetishizing? Like, yeah, they're fetishizing male sexuality that way? I haven't personally run into it. I feel like... But maybe you... all the people I sleep with just assume I'm gay. Just all the women, all the elderly women that you sleep with assume you're gay. Yeah, maybe that's it. They just don't tell me. Mm. They're like, I've flipped one. You've flipped a homosexual. Yeah. What do you think you can? Do Do you think... I wonder if you could. Like, how would you know you're truly, truly gay if you never tried pussy? Because vagina's pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm. Uh... So how would... Like, I understand you're attracted to men. That's, I fully comprehend that. Well, it's pretty tough because if, you, if you're not attracted to women and you can't get it up, then you're going to have a tough time. But if you can get it up and you tried it out, like, do you, do you think you... I wonder, I wonder if you could. I'm, I'm like, I, wonder, I wonder if you truly know if you're gay, if you've never tried anything at all with a woman. I think you can flip the scenario and be like, how do you know if you're truly straight? I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the age-old conundrum. Yeah. I honestly question my sexuality every time I see a photo of Tom Hardy. Um, but that's yeah, just he gives you a bit of a goes. Hardy. Yeah, he does. He does. He gives me a, certainly a chub. My dick stopped working again recently. Oh, well, brilliant. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. I went into a depression spiral and that's why the podcast kind of died off for a little bit. I went into a depressive spiral and, uh, just kind of sat around. I, I did nothing but go to the gym. Uh, At least you're going to the gym. I know. Well, that was one thing. Cause normally I was happy with that because normally when I go into a depressive spiral, I don't go to the gym, but I still managed to get to the gym. I didn't have great, great workouts, but like I was still consistent with going to the gym at least three or four times a week. Um, not my preferred five, but like still three or four times with, I can live with quite comfortably. Dude, that's awesome. And I went through that and yeah, and I go through a depressive spiral and what I do is I go like two days without eating, two days of eating too much. Um, sounds healthy. Drink a little bit too much and then just beat off like crazy. And then I come out of the depressive spiral and I've beaten off too much and my diet's all over the place. And my dick stops working because I've beaten up to... It's not that it, it stops working altogether. It's that... 
It's not working optimally. It's not working optimally. It's not working the way I want it to. It's not working as well as it could. It works, but not as well as it could. And then, like, I need to have a week off from, like, any sexual activity for it to, like, go back to normal. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Um, that seems all right. Seems all right. <laughs> what a phrase. Um, and then the other thing I've noticed too, something else pretty bad about my personality, and you might be able to comment on this because I feel like you might have a similar thing. But like, I feel like I fetishize my own abuse. Like, when people treat me like shit, it just makes me more attracted to the person that's treating me like shit. Yeah, I get that sometimes. Do you? Yeah, because I think I have very low self-worth. But like, and but when people are nice to you, it kind of makes you physically ill. It feels strange. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're similar that way. Yeah. Interesting. Because, yeah, I don't feel... I don't feel like I deserve to be treated well. No, but that's... <laughs> that's because you don't, Alex. <laughs> no, but I think that's... But then so, a lot of... Well, I don't know about a lot, but I've heard that some people are like... They just have this unwavering confidence that they uh, do deserve to be treated well. No, most people don't deserve to be treated well. They're just like... The, the other thing too is I get like... It's the standard of what what is to be treated well, you know? People need to be put into, spec, into perspective of what is treated well. Because I feel like a lot of people place unrealistic expectations on their parents. Now, I'm not talking about your parents. Um, oh, fuck off. But, like, I feel like a lot of uh, people... Um, a lot of people shit on their parents for the way their parents raise them. Yeah, for your no- parents are just people. Yeah, your parents are just people. And it's like, provided that they didn't sell your organ, like, if they fed you and clothed you, then like, that shouldn't be the minimum standard. You should aim for higher than that. But you should also bear in mind that a lot of people don't even get that from their parents. So, you know. Yeah, well, I I think a lot of people are accidents. Well, this is, this is the one, like... You know how there's, like, people go be like, oh, you're fucking adopted, you're fucking adopted. You know the one nice thing about being adopted? You were wanted. You were wanted. At the point of adoption. Yeah. At the point of adoption. Because it's like, you were definitely wanted. Like, that's the one thing that cannot be disputed. You were wanted. But being wanted, that could just be a lapse of judgment. You have a younger brother, right? Yeah. It's crazy... It, it boggles me that I know everything about you and you have a younger brother. Why? Um, I don't know. It just feels like your parent... And this is going to sound mean because it is. And I don't mean it in a bad way. But I know you won't get offended either. Um, but like it boggles me that your parents' marriage went the way it did. And they still managed to have two children. Like, I feel like they would have given up after the first one. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> they should have. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe they had the second one to save the marriage. Who knows? I don't really know the full story. 
Or they were like, well, this first one was fucked. Let's see if we can have two and it'll fix it. Yeah, so the, the second one might fix the first one. The second one might. What's your brother like? Oh, he's even more autistic. Really? Yeah. He's, are you serious? Yeah, he's full-blown. Holy shit. Nah, he's okay, but... Do you uh, do you ever feel like warning, like... <laughs> you, you know what? Racist people would love you. Why? Um, this is going to sound so bad. There's a lot of that going around. It, uh, well, it, it's kind of like a bad joke, but like... I don't know. I feel like race, like racist people would love to make you the poster child of what the consequences are of race mixing. Oh, yeah. Autism. Autism. But you can get autism from everything. You can. I wonder what are the leading causes. Is, is autism genetic? I don't know. To look that up. Causes of autism. Vaccines are going to show up, even though I don't think that's true. Causes of autism. Autism. Okay. Autastic. Um. Okay. Number one, mixed race. When you mix, when you mix the different. How uh, old was your mum when she had you? Don't know. Okay. Well, it's like... Here, here it is. It's like having a sibling with ASD, which is also autism. Um, having a certain genetic or... Cro- or having certain genetic or chromosomal conditions, such as fragile X syndrome or tuberous, tuberous sclerosis. I don't even know what that is. Fragile X syndrome. Ex- I got that. Experience... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No. Just shit on your ex. Go for it. No, she's... you have more exes than I do. No, I don't think she's nice. Which, yeah, but you have more of them. Uh, maybe. There's no maybe about it. I know for a fact you have more exes than I do. Oh, because you don't date. No, I don't. Yeah. Mind you, I feel like I dated one person longer than you ever did. What's the longest? What's the longest you ever dated someone for? Uh, four years. Oh, okay, no, you have me beat at that too. Yeah. Two years felt like a really long time for me, though. Yeah, four years was a long time. Do you regret that time? No. No? I, I can't feel regret. <laughs> you can't feel anything. I haven't downloaded that emotion yet. <laughs> so, experiencing complications at birth or being born to older parents? So- oh, yeah. Well, my dad, uh, he's like 70 now. So, he would have been... 40 in his 40s when he had you yeah yeah right so the sperm was old and uh walking came in on like a walking frame came in on a walking frame and kind of like oozed out of him rather than shot out of him yeah exactly the the sperm is geriatric geriatric sperm so the product is defective nice nice so and how old was your mum uh so I think 30 something. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I feel like more and more people are having children in their 30s, which is, I don't know, maybe that could be a testament to rising autism cases. I think people just, who knows? 
Because people used to have fucking... People used to start having kids in, like, their late teens, which I don't think is good, but, like, people used to do that. Yeah. And people then, used to be, like, married at 16. Yeah, well, times were pretty weird back then. Mm, pretty extreme. But then things were a lot more affordable back then. Like, well, the other thing, too, is, is that most people were, like... You know, let's go back. Let's go back five hundred years. All right. Most people were either some. If you weren't a craftsman, you were a farmer. Right. You were some kind of farmer. Like those were the two trades: craftsman, farmer, or soldier. Children were just free labor in any single one of those fields. In the especially in the farming. Farming. In yep. the fields. Yep. Exactly. And then. Battlefields. Battlefields. Well, like, you know, you need, like, you know, people needed help to put on their armor. And, like, they needed people to, like, help maintain their equipment. So, like, if you've got, like, two sons who can just clean and who can just clean and maintain all your shit. Little little house elves. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Hopefully not the sexual kind of our house elves like you were talking before. Throbby, clean your armor. Throbby. 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 Your two sons, Throbby and Gobby. Throbby and Gobby. Throbby and Gobby. wonder what Throbby, Throbby and Gobby. That's an interesting thought. Is it? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of going down the rabbit hole of that thought. Throbby and Gobby. Going down their rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Throbby will eat your ass while Gobby will... Suck your dick. This, but this is, we're talking about 500 year ago kids. Yeah. This is not okay. <laughs> you a, went there first. I'm aborting. You, you went there I'm first, I'm aborting this fetus. You're aborting this fetus. You're aborting this bit yeah, entirely. This bit's gone. This bit is gone. I'm out. No, but when children were free labor, it was an incentive to have as many children as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of them died. Yeah, most of them didn't survive childbirth. That's why men had uh, would get married multiple times. Because, mm. like, the woman would often die in childbirth too. And you know what they credit to having, like... You know, even though, like, your ovaries are, like, kind of capable of fucking, like, reproduction... Like, you're not fully grown at 15, 16 when you get married. Like, you've still got, like, another three, four years of growth in you. Oh, yeah. And so, like, your hips haven't fully developed, so you can't, like, muscle out a fucking baby as easily as you could uh, if you waited a few more years. But then it's also, it's like, well, no, you need to have children now so I can get, like, I can work, I can get a labor force ready to go. You'll be walking around funny. What? Having a baby at 15 or 16? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would be. You'd look very funny. Mind you, I feel like everyone went to... I, I remember in high school, there were a few pregnant chicks at high school. So funny. Like, you must have known a pregnant... Like, in Kalgoorlie, oh, you yeah, must have seen a pregnant like chick. pregnant 13-year-olds. Really? Yeah. Jesus. They dropped out of school. I feel... I don't remember her name, but I feel like I remember a chick who was pregnant while going to our school. 
There was a a girl in my home economics class that was uh, she propositioned me, but I think it was a joke because I was a fat dweeb. But uh, she was like, oh, would you fuck me or whatever? And I'm like, is this a rhetorical question? And she's like, what does rhetorical mean? And I'm like, you've failed the test. <laughs> I cannot have sex with you. Well, there was, there, you know what? There was this woman in America who had a child at like 11 years old. Kind of fucked up. Um, I won't go into how she had the child. But yeah, she had a child at like 11 years old and it's a very funny thing to like drop your child off to kindergarten and then say, bye honey, I'll pick you up after school. Yeah, I'll pick you up after my mom. I finished school, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's a very funny image in my head. Tragic. Tr- deeply tragic, but also kind of true when you think about it. Kalgoorlie's a shit hole. Kalgoorlie's not a fantastic place. That's all right. It's red. You hear Sean Frenario is moving up to Carapa. Is he? Yeah. Says he's going to make friends with a local pub up there so that we can have a comedy show up there. Oh, sick. Would you like to travel to Carapa for comedy? How far is Carapa? Well, it's further than Coral Bay and Coral Bay is 1,200 kilometers away. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's a journey. Yeah. We'd need to take a plane. But Sean Frenero sounds confident that he can put on a show up there and have our travel expenses paid for us. We could get Sardi to fly it. Fly the plane? Yeah. Jesus. Build an AK for us while they're <laughs> on the way there. That story he told about building a gun over here was so funny. I do love Sardi. He's a nice guy. He's so nice. He's such a love... Like, the compliment he paid me after I got off on stage. Because my, my set wasn't great. Like, I finished stronger than I started, but it wasn't great. But he was just like, dude, the fact that you, like, just... You don't wait to test the waters. You just dive straight into the water. He was like... It's like... He was like, it's really brave because it's, like, not something a lot of comedians are willing to do. And I was like, thank you. And he was like, you really should try something else, but I like it anyway, you know? But yeah, like, he was just very nice to me. He's always nice to me, Sadi. He's a, he's a good egg. He's mm. one of the good ones. He is one of the good ones. And Dave Hughes won that night too. Dave Hughes is also so nice. Yeah, there's a lot of nice... People in comedy? Yeah. Which is incredible to see how nice they are because of how... Uh, mentally ill most of them are and mentally damaged most of them are. Mind you, do you think that they are mentally ill and mentally damaged from being people pleasers? Probably. Mm. I think I have uh, some people pleasing tendencies. Like removing people's furniture for them? Does that that please people? It does. Sounds like it does for the people you do it for. Dude, there were some cowboys in removals. You were telling me about this. Yeah, there's yeah. just like you'd get people that on their first day they'd be trolleying like a fridge and they'd be going full bumper styles on the walls and just not giving a fuck. Yeah. <sighs> I never want to work another day in my life. Amen. Amen. Oh, God. Anyway, this is the end of the show. Anything you want to plug? 
the show episode should come out on Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yes. The day after uh, my roommate kicks me out. Uh, no. <laughs> Luke's not actually going to kick you out, is he? No, we're both on the lease. I don't think he can kick me out. Right. Okay. But he will just like probably bash you in your sleep. Yeah, he'd probably kill me in my sleep if he could. But I feel like he'd kill you. I feel like Luke genuinely has some love for you, but... Well, apparently I had a he had a dream the other night where um, there was a there was a little gnome in his dream, and he was the little gnome had a little magic wand, and then in the I was in the dream, and then uh, the the little gnome was like, "Hey, I'm going to take you both on a magical journey," <laughs> and then I I grabbed the wand and I snapped it, and then Luke uh, beat the shit out of me in in his dream. I like that. That speaks volumes to Luke's personality. And then he said, I probably wouldn't do that in real life, though. Uh, I doubt that. (laughs) Guys, this has been Professional Anal Degenerates. Talk to you later. Bye.